you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists, like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. And now, Move the Sticks with Daniel Jeremiah and Bucky Brooks. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Move the Sticks podcast presented by the Ford F-Series. DJ Bucky here down in Mobile, Alabama, where it's been a, a busy day of practice, Buck. But even before practice, we got a chance to, to talk to some of the more intriguing names in this draft. Yeah, we did. We had a chance to have some interesting conversations. Josh Allen stopped by Luke Falk. Think about Mason Rudolph also having uh, a conversation. And then Marcus Davenport, one of the guys that a lot of people haven't heard about, but surely one of the guys that may hear his name called on the first night. Yeah, and overall, it's a good group down here at the Reese's uh, Senior Bowl. We've seen well, the one-on-ones today I thought were fascinating, Buck. I thought Davenport, who you're going to hear from a little bit later on in this episode, was outstanding. Um, some small school guys stepped up to the plate and, and had big days. It was uh, Overall, I thought a really impressive day one. Yeah, I thought it was a very impressive day one. I think the, day, the first day is always the toughest day because you have the nerves and anxiety and all the things that kind of prevent guys from showing themselves at their best. But I think as the week goes on, we'll see some of these guys pop out and be stars at the end of the week by the way we'll have uh, we'll have some recap stuff we can tell you about who we liked and who was great who struggled and everything else in between but I think I think we ought to just jump into some of these interviews here and, and starting with Josh Allen who you'll hear for yourself I'm anxious to get some feedback on Twitter just hit us up at Bucky Brooks at move the sticks and let us know what you think of Josh Allen because I think he's got a real interesting personality it's a, a fascinating story and we went in a lot of areas in this chat here with Wyoming quarterback Josh Allen, one of the most intriguing quarterbacks in the entire draft class. Going to hear a lot of conversation about this dude as we march forward. First question for me, Josh, is just all the noise that's been out there from you before the season, during the season, and now it picks up again. How are you able to block all that stuff out? You know, playing football is what I love to do. And uh, when I'm on the field and when I'm you know, doing what I love to do, none of that really matters, and I understand that. I know a lot of people have uh, – many mixed emotions about me and they have a lot to say but you know what I can care less to be honest you know I'm gonna go out and I'm gonna do my thing and I'm play uh, football how I know how to play well how you know how to play football is really outstanding in terms of your skill set the tools that you bring to the table I was at your bowl game had opportunity to watch you play came out like a house on fire you showed everything that people wanted to see 
So when you do the self-analysis on what you bring to the table, what does Josh Allen bring to the table as a quarterback? You know, you see the competitiveness that I bring to the game, and I, I like to pride myself over that. I think if you go and ask any of my teammates what – you know, the thing that sticks out about me is going to be my uh, competitive nature. And, you know, that's what I try to preach to the team. Um, you see the arm strength, the mobility, um, the ability to throw on the run and stuff like that. I understand that there's some flaws in my game and there's some things i got to fix and I'm working on to fix them. But, you know, that's going to take time. And, you know, I definitely don't think I'm the perfect prospect. But I definitely think that paired with the right group of coaches and, um, you know, training-wise throughout this whole process, you know, things are going to go really well for me. I want to know what Sunday and Monday were like for you this year because I saw you take some monster shots and you just kept keep coming back, keep coming back, keep coming back. And look, so a lot of that's in the pocket. Then some of it is your own when you get out and run mm-hmm. and finishing runs like you're thinking Marion Butts or something like that. You like that old school book? <laughs> that was very old school and very charging. I have no idea. He has no idea. No, no idea. sir. No idea. He was a good running back for the Chargers back in the day. No, but how did your body feel after games this year? Um, most games were, were pretty good. There was a few games – few games though that uh, Monday I decided to uh, you know talk to coach and he held me out of practice but uh, you know that, that's just part of the game you know this game's beautifully violent and I keep telling that to people and um, you know with all the discussions going on about player safety and concussions and stuff like that you know you decide to make the choice to play this game for the reason that you do and I love this game you know I'm going to continue to play this game and um, you know getting hits part of the game so that's why I love it. You know you really made a courageous choice like you were injured at the last part of the season you elected to come back and participate in the bowl game what led you to play in that bowl game you know I I felt that I owed that to my teammates I felt that I owed that to my coaching staff Um, obviously they were the only team to offer me out of junior college and it's something that I wanted to do for them was you know finish my last game on a high note and come back and play with my brothers for one more game Um, you know it, it went spectacular it was you know a a great team win you know it was it was something fun to play in and I said this after the the game in the interview that I'm not myself when I'm not playing football so I needed to be back on the field because that's what I love to do. How is this offense preparing you for the next level? You know it's it's very similar I think the terminology is a little different uh, the things that we do the concepts that we run um, killing plays uh, run check passes and stuff like that or run pass checks you know, it's it's something that's going to translate uh, very well. I've talked to Carson Wentz, and he ran uh, the same offense that we run in Wyoming. And he said the transition that he had was fantastic. You know, it's just a bit of a change in terminology, and, you know, there's a lot more wording in the NFL. But, um, you know, he, he handled all that stuff. And I'm not saying with ease, but uh, probably better than most other people. Probably would be the MVP if he didn't get hurt this year. Exactly. Second year. Not bad. Yeah. No, I, I, I want to go back because I, I, I think it's fascinating. You talked about – only one offer coming out of JUCO. Talk about the process of ending up at Wyoming. Like, just kind of lead us to how you got to this point. Yeah, so high school, I was in a small school. You know, it was probably five to 600 kids in the whole school. Um, just not a lot of visibility for college coaches to get out there and recruit our area. I was kind of a late bloomer, probably six, 385 pounds coming out of uh, high school as a senior. So, you know, I put in, put on a good 20 pounds and probably grew about an inch and a half going into my first uh, semester at JUCO, which was, which was pretty big, you know. Um, then, obviously, it didn't start the first three or four games at my junior college. And, you know, at, at some times it was just like, I, I don't know what's going on. I don't understand why I'm not playing. You know, I stuck to the process. I, I trusted, you know, what my family was telling me and what my coaches were saying. Um, very patient in the whole process and got my chance and never looked back. And there was a few teams coming out and talking to me and seeing me. Uh, but nothing too serious. And Wyoming called and said, we're going to fly you out and offer you. And, you know, it was a done deal in two weeks. 
Right, I'm gonna ch- I'm gonna test your memory a little bit. So I, I called his game this year against mm-hmm. Texas State. Yep. So I went down there and we chatted a little bit before the game down there on the field, and then I, I gave you just a couple things just from watching tape that that I saw. Just if you can remember one thing, you remember one thing that I told you on the field before the game. Finishing play, uh, finishing runs. There yep. you go. Finishing his run fakes. Run fakes. <laughs> yeah, he did. He did. And he did. So I went and saw him after the game. I was like, hey man, nice job out there. He goes, you see my run fakes? Yeah. Q- Q- uh, QB coach. DJ. Nah, I, I, that, I, look, he he doesn't need a QB coach. I just did a little 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 thing, and yep. he and he cleaned it up. So to that point, it's funny because I went out. I was at your game early at the bowl game, and so. I have never seen a quarterback put on an exhibition in pregame. You guys were like at the 50-yard line throwing go balls. We called it, scout, to, we called to, it to, scouting crack. To, yeah. to, to finish it off. Is this how you guys you always kind of put game. on kind of di- dis- display? Yeah. That's, that's, that's a Wyoming deal? Yeah. It was unbelievable to watch you drop the ball in the bucket 50 yards away to wide receivers streaking down right in front of the pylon. I, I, I just had never seen – Anybody you showed off a little bit, weren't you? Well, no, that's bit. what we do before every every game. After uh, we get our punt formation out, you know, the receiver stand at the, the yeah. 40, 45 yard line. I drop back and I I chuck that thing up there. I, I you know, I think before pregame when we're doing like our single stuff is actually when I actually get my reel thrown in. Yeah, and, uh, that's when I kind of push the ball a little further. Actually, yeah, because I, I was there. I was like, this dude is like, I mean, does he, he cuts know? It, it's easy too. We call we talk about easy gas. Just yeah. Boop, boop, boop. I, I just had never seen anyone like, you know what, I, I don't know who's here, but I, I'm, I'll just let them know. It reminded me of being in high school and doing basketball warm-ups where you want to show everybody that you can dunk, but you can't yeah. really dunk. So I was like, Josh Allen's out here kind of out here. Just tap us through. Tap in the backboard. Yeah. I was a double. Did you, in high school hoops, right? You played yeah. hoops in high school. You know, some of them had the uh, the backboard that was right at the rim where it stopped. Correct. And some of them had the glass that yeah. went down under. I like the ones below because I get the double tap on the Laid up and yeah. the tap it on yeah. the way yeah. up. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. That was my jam. Yeah, absolutely. All right, I want to get into this. is too nice. Let's get to some tough stuff here. Let's hear it. So going back through, I went and looked at a cut up of all your third and six plus, right? Mm-hmm. So you kind of eliminate. These are, this is big boy football challenging. So the two things that, that I came away with, they said, okay, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing how Josh improves in these two areas. Yeah, I want to get your thoughts on them and what your yep, game plan is absolutely. going forward. Uh, one was I thought there were times where you got stuck. So you're working through your progression, you got kind of locked, and you got stuck a couple times. That was one. And the second thing I noticed was y- your arm is so big. At some point, and sometimes I see you just getting a little over-aggressive at, the, at that time. Give me your game plan, What where I am with that, where you are with that, and where you go forward. Yeah, so going back to getting stuck on reads and – you know, getting into my second and third read in my progression, sometimes I just felt that, you know, I'm sitting here, I'm I'm ready to get hit. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel like I didn't trust my line enough. Um, there's some instances where obviously I saw a color and had to flash and get out. And, uh, you know, that was just kind of the result of, you know, um, you know, feeling bullets around me. And that's constantly what I felt going back to high school. That's what I've known. You know, seeing and flashing color, I'm getting out, I'm going to go try to make a play. So that that's one of the emphasis that I tried to make this year was try to stay in the pocket and go through my reads and um, you know there to a certain point I did that but when I got to probably number two and three most times it was like he's not coming open and I don't know if I can get to this fourth one so I don't know what I'm going to do I'm going to hold on to this ball and not force a turnover um, yeah so and then um, what was the second just thing like said? like some hero throws just where you're yep. just saying okay I can get it I I think I can get it I yeah think I get that one yeah I mean that's just kind of Knowing the limitations of playing quarterback and the type of arm that I have, obviously it's it's a bigger arm, and you know I, I experienced a lot of you know failure my first year. You know, 17 interceptions. I limited 
eliminated most of those I threw six this past season. And that was just me knowing that there's some throws that I can't make, there's some throws that I shouldn't make, holding on to the ball, throwing the ball away a lot more this past season is what's kind of helped me out. But obviously continuing uh, to kind of handle that process um, coming up to the combine and being able to tell everybody about this is, um, you know, really what I'm trying to do. So I know you're going to get this, being in this profession, we've both been in it, so we know the question you're going to get. People are going to try and get under your skin, mm-hmm. and the the question is going to be, every time you guys stepped up, Nebraska, Oregon, um, what's the other, Iowa. Iowa. Iowa so yep. you're going to get that, they're going to see if, that, five if, that, teams, if yeah. that riles you up, they're going to try and get under your skin. What's been your answer so far? I'm sure you've probably, have you already got that already? Um, A few times, yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I just understand that. Sometimes in those in those games, I felt that I needed to make more plays than I probably uh, should have. And, you know, I, I hold myself to a higher standard, and I understand that when we step on the field that, you know, this game, is it's going to be a tough one. And I, I got to go out there and make plays. And sometimes I pressed, um, and I probably shouldn't have, you know. But at the same time, you, you look at the Mountain West teams, you look at Power 5 teams, um, I wouldn't say they're all that much different. You know, they, they've got depth in the Power 5. And one guy can go out, and they're going to, replace him with somebody that's not going to miss a step. When Mountain West, it could change a team. It could change a, a defense. So, um, you know, it's I understand that that question is going to come up, and I know the stats don't look good against Power 5 teams, uh, but we played some some pretty good teams. And, uh, you know, Iowa this year was they were a damn good football team on defense, and they had some really good players in Josh Jackson and uh, Josie Jewell. That's the best, you know, defensive player I've ever played against. He was all over the field, and um, they were able to get some pressure on me, and, you know, when I like I said, when, when I feel those live bullets coming at me, there's one instinct for me, and that's to get out, and that's what I'm trying to tame in this next process. Okay, so let's let's take all of that. So all of those experiences, those big game experiences. Now we're in the Senior Bowl. So now you're playing against the best of the best, but the difference is you have some dudes with you. So how do you harness that gunslinger mentality that you kind of develop because you kind of been on underman squads to now you're a dude with a bunch of dudes around you that you can let them kind of do what they do how tough is that going to be for you to change your mindset I don't think it's going to be too tr- too tough um you know the big thing in this is just trusting those around you and, and obviously we got some guys that are going to go make some plays when I'm throwing the ball up and they've got a, a big catch radius mostly I know we've got a couple six five six six guys You're okay on, with that at the wide out <laughs> position we got some uh really good dudes at tight end too um so I mean it's just gonna it's gonna be fun being able to throw these guys and understand that you know, these are the type of guys that I'm going to be throwing with uh, for my um, NFL career, and uh, this is kind of where it all starts. Okay, so now we, we have that, that you're surrounded by guys. But let's talk about that quarterback room because you have a bunch of alpha dogs mm-hmm. in the quarterback room. Everyone is gunning for that top spot. How are you going to handle that internal and external pressure of I'm competing with dudes while we're still in this game to kind of get it done? You know, I'm going to be myself, and I definitely think when I'm on um, – I'm one of the best quarterbacks in the nation. I think I'm the best quarterback in the nation when I'm on. And, you know, that's what I've been kind of doing with Jordan Palmer these past uh, few weeks is cleaning up my throwing motion, the mechanics, everything like that. And when I've got a, a good stroke, when I'm when I'm consistent with my stroke, I'm going to consistently throw the ball with accuracy. Uh, so that's what it kind of comes down to. I, everybody knows that I've got, you know, the strong arm. They know I can throw the ball how many, you know, how many every yards. Um, I think this is the time where you know, I'm gonna take some take some off of it and try to show people that I can place the ball where I want to place it when it needs to be placed there. Wow, you mentioned Jordan Palmer. You now Sam's working out down there too, Correct. right? Sam Donald. Yes, What's your relationship been like with Sam and, and going through this process with him? It's been great. It, it really has been. And um, you know, Sam's a great kid. He comes from a great family, and being able to go out there and compete against him and his two his 
um, you know, highly regarded as we are. It, there's no tension, and we understand that we both have flaws. We both want to be better, and we both, you know, do things better than each other. And uh, you know, we're just trying to raise our levels because ultimately, we're not competing against each other right now. We know that, and we understand that. You know, somebody's gonna go higher than the other, and uh, that's fu- that's all perfectly fine because it's not about going higher; it's going to the right team, and we understand that completely. No question, Buck. I'm gonna jump one more here, real quick, from me. Uh, have you met Have you met Baker here yet? I have not yet. Have, have you met him before? Never. No. So this, for those who don't know, you guys are gonna be on the same team, yep. coached by Denver Broncos, correct? Mm-hmm. So you're gonna get a chance to. We talk about competing. Man, you you guys might be competing for the team <laughs> for that for that spot for that position in the draft. Yeah. Um, how, how how fun is that going to be? Just a competitor in you getting to know, hey, I got a dude right next to me. We're, we're jockeying for a position here. Well, I love it. I love competing, and that's why I love football, because you get to compete in every aspect on, you know, who's learning the playbook better and faster, and then going on the field, who's making the better throws and understanding the, you know, uh, the concepts that we're running. So it, it's it's going to be great, and that's the reason why I came here is to compete. You know, I'm not going to, you know, sit down and bow down to anybody. So this is – it's going to be fun. Ooh, I heard that bow down. See, it always comes out. Like we talked about, like, oh, Alphas, we're going to be fine. It, it, it'll the change. Alpha, I like that. It'll change when you get on the field. So if you had one goal that you want for the week, what do you want scouts to walk away from thinking about Josh Allen? This guy's going to figure it out. Um, this guy's going to be – he's going to be the guy, and that's what I want people thinking. Um you know, I want people to see the type of person that I am, and I like, I pride myself on that. My parents raised me the right way, and I'm going to treat people with respect, you know, that, that that they deserve. So, you know, just getting in there and meeting all the guys, and um, you know, trying to develop some relationships with everybody, and uh, yeah, just going out there and balling out. All right, let's put you in a situation. Games on the line. Um, let's say it's even the Senior Bowl this week. You got a chance, last drive, to go down and win the game play call that you're familiar with, a route that you like, what ball do you want to throw as the walk-off winner? I mean, depending on coverage. Whatever you want to do. We're going man. We're going gun right out, 60 combo, Falcon right. Yeah, or Falcon, gun right out, 60 combo, Falcon left. I'm throwing that inside fade on the left side. Fades from the inside, Buck. We talk about it forever. We do. We do take talk candy about from it. a baby. It really is. It's the easiest route. You got to all throw. that real estate out there. You can put it anywhere you want, and the receiver's looking back at you, and the DB's looking at the receiver. So it's the toughest route to cover, in my opinion. All right, dude. Hey, it's great to catch up with you. We'll see you at the uh, at the combine. We'll see you at the. Gosh, we'll see you at the draft. Everywhere. Sure. We'll get yeah, you we'll in studio. We'll here, get I'm you in sure, studio yeah. too. Thanks, buddy. Thank you. We've dubbed this the year of the quarterback, and, man, we have got a bunch of them. And one of the best in the country joining us right now, Luke Falk from Washington State. How you doing, man? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me, guys. Well, we got to explain, first of all, what's going on with your with your wrist here, your hand. So we, we had an injury. Kept you out of the bowl game, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. And I see you still got some hardware going on over there. Yeah, yeah, I still got the cast on. But uh, I broke it back in September in our second game. Was able to play all year with it. Uh, got some scans back and just said I had to get the surgery before the bowl game and uh, tried to go, but uh, was deemed, uh, you know, not cleared by our doctor and then, uh, you know, had to miss it. So not the way I wanted to end my college career, but I had a heck of a time up in Pullman and really appreciate all the love and support there. How's everything progressing? How do you feel? How do you feel coming into the week? Yeah, I feel great. I mean, um, it's been really fun to learn a pro-style offense and, you know, do something different from the air raid and really challenge myself in that way. I mean, there's a lot to learn, but it's I love football. I love ball, and so I'm just eating this stuff up right now. You know, I'm down here trying to just, uh, you know, learn the most I can and, and, you know, really get my feet wet in an offense type like this. How, how different is what you're learning down here from what you were in at the air raid? We hear so much about air raid and air mm-hmm. raid quarterbacks making the transition. How different have the concepts been for you? 
I mean, um, I mean, I think a lot of it's just you're under center and you're, you know, you got a few more run concepts. I think from a passing standpoint, I mean, nobody does it better than the air raid in terms of slinging it around. I mean, we're a pure progression team, uh, but you know, you can make, uh, you know, with the coverages and stuff like that, you can go off of where your reach should be in a pure progression standpoint. And it's the same thing in the NFL. I mean, you're going to have a one, a two, a three based off of what the coverage is doing. So I don't think that's anything different. I think it's just taking snaps under center. It's it's learning the verbiage. It's uh, it's a calling a long long play call out and uh, and uh, going from there. We had a chance to talk over the summer, and one of the things I was fascinated just listening to you go through the, the having the keys of the car at the line mm-hmm. of scrimmage, especially in regards to the run game. So for those that don't understand, I think they think of Mike Leach and they see the play sheet that's about this big, right? And he's, <laughs> he's, he's got them. the little marks on it and yeah. stuff, yeah. Yeah, just a little tiny. They think they, the oh, they got, you guys have four plays and you run them out there. Yeah. But just give the folks that are listening that don't know uh, what it's like for you at the line of scrimmage and the, and the control that you have there. Yeah, well, uh, you know, in my time, we don't call very many runs. I mean, a lot of the run checks are on us. And, you know, I'm proud to say that my junior and senior year, we rushed for 1,000 yards uh, both years and then had 1,000 yards passing with the running back. So we really utilized some of our best players. And uh, I think that's really all the air raid is about. It's about getting guys the ball in space. And if you do that, it's a beautiful offense. You know, people do kind of knock that system for being simple, but when I see I do see outstanding mm-hmm. production, and maybe there's something to the simplicity allowing the quarterback to play really, really well. You talked about the verbiage mm-hmm. that they've been giving you here. Do you feel like some of the verbiage that you hear is a little unnecessary based on the system that you come out of? Uh, at times it seems like, uh, you know, all the individual tags and stuff. I think, uh, you know, I'm not knocking any system. I think if we met somewhere in the middle, then it might be the perfect offense. But, uh, you know, I'm just going to do what I'm told to do and uh, go out and make the best of it. But I do think our offense was a little different than air raids in the past. Like I said, we, we rushed for those yards. Uh, we weren't really an up-tempo type offense except in two-minute drill when we needed it, and we did a really good job with that. But we were kind of more analyze what the situation is, the defense, and then go from there. I know you're not playing against him on the – he's the same side of the ball, same position. Yeah. But how geeked up were you when USC came rolling into the town and, and the game that you had there? <laughs> That was a fun time. I mean, I've never seen Pullman like that. It was a great atmosphere that night. We really had a good game plan and, uh, you know, really executed it. I think our defense played outstanding. Offensive line had a really one of their better games. Dude, and, you uh, took you took a shot. I think it was, it was Marvell Tell. Yep, yep, it was the safety, safety. safety blitz. Oh, yeah. my gosh, yeah. he came yeah. from the parking lot, Bucky. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, middle middle opened up. We had a post oh. back there. I knew I was going to take one on the chin, but uh, – yeah, that dude could hit. Yeah, that was a big. That was, a, that, that was one of the best throws any quarterbacks made all year long. Yeah. He took well, you took it. your medicine on that one. Man. Yeah, that was yeah, impressive. for sure. So when you look at the Sunday game and you look at NFL games, who are some of the quarterbacks that you look at oh, and you learn from? Who's someone that you're paying? That's easy. Up? That's easy. He's going to his eighth Super Bowl right now, Tom Brady. <laughs> uh, I love that guy. I mean. Uh, the reason I even pat the ball is because I watched him growing up and see him pat the ball, so I always try to model my game after it. And you know, I think uh, you can't have a better guy to look up to. It's interesting because, and we talked about this over the mm-hmm. summer. Some of his mannerisms, Buck, in the pocket, <laughs> it looks like Brady feel, with his mannerisms. Yeah. Do you get that? Does anybody else hit you with that? A little bit. I think people are just trying to be kind. No, no, <laughs> I, I serious. Just some of your subtle po- kind of pocket movement and just kind of your your poise inside the pocket. I see. Uh, some of that from Tom Brady coming out as well. And Tom had actually a very similar build coming coming into the league yeah, as well. Yeah. How, how much of a challenge is it with your hand kind of keep up with your training and, and get yourself yeah, ready you to know, go physically? It, it presents oper- uh, challenges, but, uh, you know, we're working around it right now. And, uh, you know, hopefully we'll put in a good weight tomorrow and then the combine will show up at a, a really good weight. So uh, we're just working. Just get the give me a plan and I'll, I'll follow it. What's your Give me your, your favorite play call and walk, walk me through Fla- your progression. Favorite play call? It's going to sound extremely simple, but it's called Ace 
95. Okay. And uh, it's kind of the bread and butter. You got an outside vert. Uh, it's two by two. You got an outside vert. Uh, I don't know if I should be disclosing this on air. No, but, no. Uh, you know, Co- I think Coach Leach won't mind because he's been running it since 2001. So. Yeah, it's in and, a book. I yeah, promise you. Yeah, then you got then you got an out, then you got a cross, then you got a post dig. I mean, really, our whole offense is based off of that. We dress up screens with it. Um, it's a pure progression play. It's from a left or right. Uh, it's a really good play for us. I liked it. I'm, I'm fascinated. I'm gonna have to write that down. As a high you, school coach, yeah, you got you got to do it. I mean, I think for high school, if you could implement some of the air raid stuff, I mean, you can really you can four really, verts. You the get, four verts get, stuff is beautiful. Oh man. yeah, uh, yeah. We, we we do a good job. So and everything's you get sighted. A just look on on uh, 95, and the dude tries to uh, the strong safety tries to jump the the cross, just tag a post. I mean, it's beautiful if you if you get the leeway to do that stuff. No, that's pretty good. Oh, I man, like you're it. appealing to my quarterback senses right now. <laughs> I want to go back and play. We ran we ran a lot of option at App State. Ah, yeah. yeah. That was like, that's like little league stuff. That's why I always play tight end. <laughs> <laughs> that's so good. Hey, man, thank you so much for taking the time. We wish you the best of luck. Get healthy, and uh, we'll be following you all the way through. All right. Well, I appreciate it, guys. Thanks, Thanks dude. Go Cougs. All right, we're excited here. We've got Mason Rudolph, quarterback from Oklahoma State, joining us. Mason, how you doing, man? Great. How you doing? Thanks for having me. I'll tell you what, Buck. I, man, it's one of those things where I, I try and get out and see all the quarterbacks live every year. You're the one that I did not get to get out and see yeah. live. And I so got a chance to see him. Though. You went and saw him, but he just walked through the door. I was like, dang, I didn't realize he's that big, yeah, absolutely. man. Absolutely. Yeah. What, what game did you come to? I was at a bowl game. Okay, good deal. Nice. So tell us, first of all, you walked in here. we got a walking boot on. So yeah. tell us what's going on with so I'm in the So I'm in the boot one more week. I had a foot sprain in the, in the bowl game, second half. Finished the game with it, but uh, kind of took, took about three or four days off after the bowl game, see if it would improve, and it did. And then I started kind of hitting it hard with, with throwing and then, then doing a dynamic warm-up as much as I could and then going in the weight room. And so kind of had some issues with just being sore. And so I went in the USC doctor, been been training in Orange County, and they shot some MRIs and an X-ray and, and to talked to Bob Anderson, the, the foot specialist, and he kind of recommended I, I get in the boot for three weeks and, and then not play in the Senior Bowl, which I was kind of bummed, obviously. But, uh, you know, I didn't think I'd be 100%. Neither did he, and he kind of signed off on it. He's the guy, so – um, but he, he feels confident as well as I do that I'll be I'll be fine for the combine and do everything there and uh, start doing some alter G running here when I get back uh, Wednesday Thursday Friday. Well, real quick, I want to just one thing because I'm dying to know this is when he walked in the door the first thing that popped in my mind. I remember just going back in my career. I, you always want to win every game. Yeah. But there's nothing better as a quarterback when other teams scoring as fast as they want, so you just get right back. How much fun was the was Bedlam? Yeah, this year. Um, you guys just we, boom, 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 yeah, boom, I mean, boom. Yeah, we boom. didn't win, which wasn't fun. But I know uh, that. No, but how I mean, much? Just the game. It's <laughs> as a quarterback, you're like, yeah, get these guys off the field. Yeah. I want to get back out there. Yeah, I mean, I think. Yeah, we were second quarter. There was a lot. Of, I forget how many points score, but we were back and forth. And uh, yeah, it was one of those games you'll 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 remember for a while. But you know, I, I think. Uh, it's two good offenses going up against each other. Really, you know, high, high powered, high explosive. A lot of, a lot of downfield shots, and uh, you know, we we didn't make the plays in the end to, to seal it off. But yeah, definitely a uh, exhilarating game, I guess you could say. A lot, a lot of points, a lot of yards. And, and, and thinking about what you've been able to accomplish in that Oklahoma State offense, that offense is remarkable. Like having watched you guys play, y'all go up and down the field. Yeah. What are you going to be able to take from your experience directing an offense that's as high powered? to help you be a really, really good pro? And I think, uh, you know, my ability to push the ball on the field, like you, like you said, I mean, I, I think uh, my go and my deep post ball, ball are probably my best, and I think I do it better than, you know, than anyone in this class and, and uh, just just really, you know, enjoyed playing in the system that I did. I think there was a lot of, you know, RPOs and first, second down, but I think we ran those just about as good as anybody and, and, and ex- executed them. And so, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to, to taking the next step and, and, and to start learning and doing whatever's asked of me 
you know, at the pro level and, and uh, excited to do so. So to that point, you talk about RPOs and some of the things that yeah. you do that may be unique to Oklahoma State. Like sometimes you hear scouts and critics say that, oh, that doesn't translate to the next yeah. level. Why will your play in oh, the Oklahoma Eagles are, State? The Eagles are running them. <laughs> why will your play at Oklahoma State? Why would that, that game, the guy that we saw at Oklahoma State, why would that guy show up on Sundays? Say that again. Why would what's show up on Sundays? Why, why, the guy that we saw dominate yeah. at Oklahoma State, yeah. why would that same guy show up on Sundays? Um, because I was, I was in high school. I was tagged as a short screen guy. We we were a heavy air raid offense, like Mike Leach to the, to the bone, and and I was kind of tagged as well. He didn't take any shots on the field. Then I did that in college, and now I was tagged as oh, he takes too many. He just got great receivers. He throws the ball <laughs> up. Well, you know, I'd, I'd say, uh, you know, I say I think different, but uh, I think I think um, you know my game. I'm prototypical, uh, big size. I love to play from the pocket, but I'm athletic enough to make plays, extend the play. You know, outside the pocket, and uh, I think I did a lot better job of trying to work on this soft season is creating those scenarios where you're you're forced out and you got to throw in the run, and I think I did that better. And so, but uh, yeah, the culmination of those things. But uh, I think I'm, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm looking forward to do whatever I can to whatever whatever fit and uh, learning as much as quick as I can. All right, we're both former scouts. We want you to put your your scouting hat on for yeah. a second. Going through your schedule this year, the one guy you watch on the other side of the ball that jumped off the tape and you said, holy crap, yeah. I better be careful with this one. Man, I think uh, uh, the safety at Texas, uh, Jefferson, yeah. as well as the nose tackle at Texas. Oh, uh, yeah. Puna big, Ford. Big 12 uh, defensive lineman of the year was just, uh, you know, he, he caused a lot of problems for us. They were playing that three down, kind of like we called it a two-hole defense, two high safeties and like a you know, pre-aligned nickel Sam in the middle and just, you know, asking, you know, begging us to run the ball. We just <laughs> we couldn't. They were they were forcing everything outside, and then those overhand backers were making tackles, and you know that was the lowest scoring game of the year for us. And they did a great job, like I said, partly because of those two players. But uh, yeah, th- those those two guys stick out. And and thinking about what you want to accomplish going forward, so we have the combine coming up and your pro days. What would you like to show scouts because you're unable to pitches that paid in this? Yes. What would you like to show at the combine because that's the next big thing? Yeah. Well, I think part of the reason I came down here is because I, I could have not, you know, I could have just stayed back in, in California, but I wanted to, you know, get this thing started, meet with some teams and show them, you know, my character, my personality and come across to them in, in a good way. And that's that's why I'm here and that's what I've already started to do. But uh, yeah, as far as the combine, man, I think I'll be planning on throwing there, planning on doing everything as much as I can and, and, uh, you know, gearing up for that with my with my quarterback coach, I think uh, Zach Robinson, and uh, so we we've been working on that, and it, as well as you know just going through all my games, making sure I can explain everything well, and um and and then and start diving into some NFL concepts, and just be ready for the, for the questions and the interviews at the combine. I know it's a lot more formal than it is here. It's a lot more you know you got more time on your hands, and so those 15 minute deals at the combine will go quick. But uh, yeah, just and then and then the pro day, just you know coming up with a great script. I I think it'll be. It'll be a really fun time having throw Marcel Aitman and, and James Washington and and uh, Chris Lacey even and it'll be it'll be a fun fun pro day and fun process. You had to go train with the Oklahoma State guy, right? You didn't have a choice. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> These Oklahoma State quarterbacks stay together, man. No hey, last question. We got we got some of your teammates here. We're waiting to get in yeah. here. Uh, last question from me. I've heard from a lot of people that talk about your leadership and yeah. what you bring to the table from that uh, in that regard. Can you just give me one quick story, a quick example of your leadership style and action? Yeah, I think um, you know I'm fire. I, I'm, I'm very passionate about the game. You, you see me on the sidelines. I'll, I'll get into it. But uh, you know, I think you know an example with the receivers, with the guys behind me, Marcel and James, and just being in practice and always having that love-hate relationship of you know landmarks or route conversions and and uh, side adjustments and, and and things like that. We may get wrong one day, and and, and I'm you know I'm on there. I'm on there. You know, I'm down there. Th- I'm, I'm on their head about it, and then they'll, they'll we'll, we'll kind of come back. And, and it's, it, at the end of the day, we're we're, we're teammates first, but uh, 
they'll, they'll tell you I've, I've gotten on them a few times and, and uh, we always He's smiling sure. at that. Marcel's smiling back He knows there. it, yeah. no. But uh, <laughs> we, we get those things ironed out in practice so that so the games, you know, it's a breeze and, and we're on the same page. Great job, man. It's yeah. great to visit with Thank you. Hey, you. get Thanks. healthy. We look forward to Will watching do. your pro day. Yeah, thanks right for having me on. All right, here with UTSA, defensive end slash outside linebacker, edge rusher extraordinaire, Marcus Davenport. How you doing, man? I'm doing pretty good. I got to ask you, uh, we've had a chance to, to visit, went down there and watch you train a little bit, but I, for the folks that don't know your story, tell us a little bit about your athletic background, not just on the football field, but on the basketball court and how you ended up at UTSA. So uh, I played basketball, ran track all four years of high school and um, ended up going to UTSA. It was my last visit. You know, went there, met the people, actually loved it, decided to stay home. Now, you had uh, some interest on the hoop side uh, from a place not not too far from where we live out in California, in uh, in Vegas, right? Yes, yes. Uh, I originally committed to them and um, to play football and come out there and possibly play some basketball, too. Did you miss basketball at all? Obviously, I've spent time with the Carolina Panthers. We had a guy, Julius Peppers, that was a big-time hooper that has made the transition to obviously be one of the best sackers in the league. What from basketball are you able to take to help you be a dominant football player? Explosiveness, um, awareness with my body, uh, leverage. You know, I feel like overall I can't necessarily specify what I took. It's just the atmosphere. What's your thoughts on uh, ever getting blocked by a tight end? <laughs> okay so i'm never supposed to get blocked by a tight end <laughs> um honestly that's been the mindset you know i have to dominate especially somebody that's not even that doesn't even weigh more than me yeah you did uh watching you on tapes fun to watch you ragdoll some tight ends and get after a little bit go ahead buck obviously coming from a smaller school coming here in the senior bowl people want to know how are you going to handle the jump in competition uh when you hear that question how do you respond to that? Um, competition and competition. I, I don't really think people can tell me that I play lower competition. You didn't play against them. And um, I believe that Conference USA is good in um, who they actually bring through and talent. But, you know, knowing that I will come here and I will – I plan to dominate. One of the things I love about you is – just kind of looking throughout your career and watching even throughout this season, you got better. I mean, you can even just look at your production, two and a half sacks to four sacks to six and a half sacks to eight and a half sacks. Your production across the board just keeps going up and up and up. How how much easier is the game getting for you? Has it started to slow down for you? Um, Yes, yes. Really, I it was more what um what my teammates allowed me to do. You know, they they believed in me, and I feel like that helped me a lot. When you think about the next level, are there guys that you pattern your game after? Um, I've been asked this question so many times. I can't necessarily say that there's one person. You know, I like to think of Calais Campbell's power, um, J.J. Watt's motor, and Von Miller's speed. Oh, that's a, that's a hell of a combination. This right? kid can bend, too, now. Yeah, if you, put, you, put, you put all that together, you'd be a dominant player for a long time. For, so, for those that listen and don't know about Marcus a little bit, he's going to be right at 6'6", six, six, a little over 6'6". Six, six. What you, would you say you're winning? High 250s, right? Yes. High 250s. He's got a big-time motor and outstanding burst and can bend coming off the edge a little bit. Uh, just give us a sneak peek. You don't have to tell us what you're going to do. But just give us a sneak peek of what the expectations should be once we get to this one-on-one session. You get a chance to go up against some of these dudes. Hmm. I want to win every single one. 
In what kind of fashion do you want to get that done? I want to mix it up, honestly. I want to be able to go speed to power, speed, finesse, all that. That's good. I mean, it's a nice game plan. It's yeah, a nice game plan. Nice game plan to have. At the end of the week, what do you want the scouts to say about Marcus Davenport? Hmm. Really about me, he deserves to be here. But mainly, I, I really want them to uh, stop calling UTSA a small school. Now that you've had a chance, you've been training out in California, spent all this time in Texas. Let's just settle this thing once and for all. California Mexican food or Tex-Mex? Where are you going here? Hmm. Tex-Mex. Ah, that's a wrong answer. Always and forever. That's almost like In-N-Out Burger and Whataburger. Whataburger is better. Oh, oh my come gosh. on. Yo, oh, my gosh. No. <laughs> Man, I got, hold on, Buck. I got to go back and change my grade. Oh, hold my on. Gosh. Jump back in here and reorganize <laughs> this thing. Whataburger. Come, how do you order that thing? Honey barbecue chicken strip sandwich. And you know, I know when you got to go. It's a chicken strip sandwich. You're comparing it to a hamburger. hamburger. Literally is apples and oranges, not even the same thing. Okay. So. What do you like? I like P.F. Chang's. <laughs> in and out is only good for animal style. I, I got to hop in here and help my, my man out from San Antonio because I'm, I'm from San Antonio too. Waterburger, you got to go. A, a bacon so with cheese and jalapeno absolutely dominates anything oh. in and out's coming with. Oh. Do you go, do you, at in and out, you get the grilled food. onions, right? Did you, you, know how to, you didn't order like the regular. Animal style is so overrated. You know, you, yeah. I don't do animal style. I think it needs to be, in order for it to be good, you have to get animal style. Oh, this is over. This interview's over. All right, <laughs> <laughs> right, Marcus. Good job, man. Good, good job. luck this Best week. Luck to you. Thank you. As much as I want to love, and I do love Marcus Davenport. It's, it's, a, it's a, a real love, Buck. I'm going to have a hard time getting over this whole hamburger thing. Yeah, I, don't, I just don't understand. Like, I, I was hoping that he had higher standards for what he likes to consume, but maybe in time he'll understand that In-N-Out Burger is a far superior burger than Whataburger. Yeah, look, character counts, and so do calories, and he's not picking the right calories. To yeah. have Whataburger? Are you serious? Over In-N-Out. I mean, it, it, and by the way, we've already, we've already put in, you know, for look, we love Sully. He does a great job. He's a fantastic producer. He does, I mean, it's wonderful. I don't know if I can and be working with a producer that thinks that Whataburger is better than that. Because it wasn't even about the burger. It was oh. about a, a, a chicken sandwich. Yeah, he, like, what, what's your favorite burger? Oh, no, it's got some chicken wings in there. and some, <laughs> yeah, like, that's, 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 not a, not a that's not a burger. It's not a burger. That doesn't count. Ugh, man. Well, we got a long time. Look, I, I think we can, lead, uh, we can lead Sully to the truth. Davenport might be a lost cause. But, uh, Bucky, Josh Allen, fascinating interview. Absolutely. I mean, interesting, interesting guy. I thought Luke Falk was fascinating in terms of what he was able to talk about, the quarterback position, how he got it done at Wazoo. Mason Rudolph, the natural leadership ability that kind of came through. And Davenport, who was misguided with the burger. <laughs> Outside of that, he was good. But it was a pretty good conversation overall. Yeah, I tell you, a little nippy out here after practice at the Senior Bowl. A little cold. I think it's going to get a little colder, maybe a little wet there at the end of the week. But we're having a great time here down at the Reese's Senior Bowl. I hope you guys enjoyed listening to this podcast. We have a lot more coming. We've been collecting interviews with general managers, with head coaches. We'll have some of that coming your way later in the week. And a lot of this stuff, we're getting some great sound. We're going to be able to incorporate into some of our episodes in the spring interviewing. We had an interview today with Gus Malzahn talking all about Carrion Johnson, his very talented running back. So we got tons of good stuff coming your way uh, here on Move the Sticks. That's going to do it for us today, though. Be on the lookout for more Move the Sticks content. You can find that NFL.com slash podcast as well as the Apple Podcasts. And, again, thanks to everyone who has left us a review on there and a rating. Those help. We do appreciate it. Uh, Until next time, we'll come right back to you and give you some more good stuff here from Mobile, Alabama. 
Thanks for downloading Move the Sticks with Daniel Jeremiah and Bucky Brooks. For more, go to nfl.com slash podcasts. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.